I demolish STDs. <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> no, that's still a good one, though. That's, it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's quite selfish. Very selfish. <laughs> but, it, but it, no, but it's also. It's also <laughs> Welcome to Subject to Change, a podcast dedicated to talking about the things that matter and the things that don't. Are you excited? Um, yeah, actually. Yeah? I'm excited. I think with the stuff we've done for this episode, I'm, yeah, it's cool. You look nervous. I'm a little bit. After we did like a, a bit of a run through, not a run through, but we did like a, you know, off each other. A tester yesterday tester and I was like, whew, wow, that's, that was interesting. More intense than you thought they were going to be. Yeah. I think it comes down to the whole like hearing your own voice thing as well. It's yeah. very, uh, there's got to be a word for it, I think. Therapeutic. But I'm different or to therapeutic. daunting. Not daunting, but like quite... I feel like when you can hear your own voice, it, it's it's a very like intimidating thing. Yeah, you can actually hear it back. You're like, oh shit, this is what yeah. I sound like. I can hear the bullshit that I'm spilling. It's just and like I can weird. also hear the sense that I'm spilling as yeah, well. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, um, we are going to be asking you some questions. It's a Q and A. A few questions that I've put in, and also questions from people um on our social media platforms. So this is going to be very very interesting. <laughs> So, how have you been lately? Good, actually. Um, good. <sighs> it's an interesting question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think lately I've been happy. We've got a lot of good events that have happened lately and um, just had a really nice time, especially coming out of Christmas and New Year and stuff like that. Just good. And also as well, I've kind of like naturally just taken a bit of a breather since Jan 1st, mm. just from like all the boozing and stuff. And it's been actually quite nice. You look healthier. Yeah, I feel, I've, I, actually, I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah. Um, how do you celebrate your 18th birthday? My 18th birthday? It's like 10 years ago, isn't it? My 18th birthday. My 18th birthday... I was with one of my group of friends and I remember clubs were just legal then for us to be able to go into and <laughs> we tried to go to fabric and we couldn't get in so we ended up going to one of my best mates houses mm. and staying up at his till like 10 in the morning. When you used to go clubbing, why did you kiss all your friends on the lips? Sometimes when I would go out, I'd feel very loved up. I'd give some of my mates a, a peck okay. just because of all this love that I was feeling I got you. back in the day. I'm kind of literally on your level. I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Completely understandable. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> a little bit of serotonin. Oh, my God. Ooh. Oh, that's funny. Um, I hate him. I know who it is. <laughs> that came in like last night as well. Like, literally, I was about to go to bed. I just saw it. I was like, oh, that's funny. There must be a story behind this. Um, What is the oddest thing you've ever tasted? (laughs) (laughs) You may have to plead the fifth in this one or just say it because I know the answer. Um, I don't think it's the oddest thing I've ever tasted. What? I don't think it's the oldest thing I've ever said. It's just me personally. You're um, so weird. <laughs> oh god! I knew this. I knew this was going to happen. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna play the fifth. Play the fifth, not. I'm gonna play the fifth. I'd probably do the exact. Same. Yeah, I'm gonna play the fifth. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Anyone who wants to find out, you can DM me. What is the weirdest type of porn you've ever watched? The one that I know of is quite weird, but I've known you that's probably weirder. Um, when I was younger. Oh God. I've watched, not weirdest, but I've watched quite mature porn at one point. What's mature? What does that mean? Uh, mature. Just, what, just, is that, what does that just mean? Just quite mature. It's when I was younger, I was having a bit of a, of a, of a like a run through on, on a, I know who sent this as well, a run through on uh, porn categories and yeah, one time I watched quite mature porn. I'm curious what mature at one means stage. Though, as in like older people? Yeah, correct. Yeah. One like, time. Yeah. Like grandparents? <laughs> like elderly? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the third. We're going to move to the next question. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've, I've answered the question. Um, would you rather have sex with James Smith or Margaret Thatcher? <laughs> this is a hard question. I've just been asked. This is uh, this is where it gets deep. Mm. I'd go for uh, I'd go for Margaret Thatcher because I feel like it would ruin mine and James uh, James's relationship moving forward. Yeah, you know, and it kind of coincides with the whole porn watching thing. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Are there any habits that you're trying to break? Any bad habits? Sleep. Sometimes I find it really difficult to go to sleep at like a good time. I try to get between like. Minimum like nine hours of sleep a night. Nine. Try to get nine hours of sleep. Being on my phone before I go to bed. Scrolling TikTok is a really, really bad habit. Yeah. So I think that would be something that I'd be trying to... That's probably a habit I'm trying to break to stop being on my phone as much, especially yeah. before sleep. So I can, yeah, get my kind eight, nine like hours. Zone kind of thing. Yeah. Do you think it affects you like on your day-to-day... Um, routine could be like work and stuff like that yeah do you think you're not as productive less efficient uh yeah because when i can't sleep as well when i haven't had good sleep it affects my job it affects my mentality it affects how i feel um yeah when in your life have you felt most trapped I think this is a really interesting question. I think a time in my life when I felt most trapped was when I wasn't able to successfully give everything to a relationship that it needed. That's probably when I felt most trapped. By like my own... Yeah, when I wasn't able to give a relationship everything it needed successfully. Doing myself a disservice and that other person. What aspect did you feel you can give? What aspect of yourself? Played the fifth. That's fair. That's fair. Are we going to be like, have there's only a certain amount you can plead the fifth for me? Um, I think that we'll just have the, the question and then... <laughs> you can decide? Yeah. Okay. I what? think that's quite an in-depth one. Yeah, I thought I thought you'd uh, told the line in that one. Um, what do you think 
you bring to the table. And just to clarify, when I say bring to the table, I like to use the analogy of a dinner table. When you have people bring around different dishes <coughs> and everyone brings something to the party to eat, like what do you feel within a relationship? In a relationship. You, yeah. Would you bring, what do you think you can bring to a woman who already feels like she doesn't need a man in her life? Right now? Yeah. Your, current, be a, your current self. There'd be a multitude of things I could say, but I would say nothing. Okay. There's nothing I could bring at the moment because I don't even know where I'm going in life. And I feel like I wouldn't be able to successfully meet the expectations of what someone else is looking for. So currently, I wouldn't be prepared to do anything. I don't think it would be, I think it would be selfish for me and to do that to them. There are so many things I could say, like communication, funny, ambition, but that's nothing I can bring to the table for someone else right now. So nothing. Okay. Um, what's the thing you're most afraid of not doing or achieving in your life? I think looking back with regret would probably be the biggest thing yeah looking back with regret thinking that i missed out on opportunities or times not seized by being distracted by things that weren't important mm. to impress people i don't care about yeah that's a good answer all right do you want to relax a bit <laughs> was that was that the first that's like the first part Ooh, okay yeah the second part's a little bit more intense is this is all this going to be in it as well all this yeah, yeah okay yeah right you ready to go for the next one yeah <clears throat> why do you copy Dwayne and everything he does Just... what, what, why do you copy me and everything I do um I don't do you know what I ever since I was younger, I absorbed things from people around me, like right. little snippets here and there. So there are some things from my friends back home, sayings, styles, music, films, things that I just like absorb from those around me. Yeah. So I just pick, choose, I naturally choose. just like absorb certain things. But uh, yeah. And what do they say? There's like a saying. Fla um, image. What is it? Something like, is it is a form of flattery? Imitation is a form. Yeah, form of so I've ordered my do rag anyway, so we'll be here in, in, a, in a couple of weeks. We should have set up the the thing so we could call Lee, and then he'd be like, "Hundred percent, he does that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <sighs> what's your most recent tattoo? Oh, this is a good one. So um, I was in the gym a couple of weeks ago. Oh, like a week ago. I was doing like a warm up set, and I just randomly had a really big injury go down my back. And it was just like a random spasm and I was with my mate Jack and then <clears throat> I had to take a couple of days off work and one of the days he took me to the doctor and I was really doped up on loads of like 
medication that the doctors are giving me, loads of Valium and Codeine. And we're walking to the doctors and it was a bit hard to walk, but I was quite medicated. And he was like, oh, day we walked past a tattoo shop in Bondi Junction. And he was like, I dare you to get my initials tattooed on, on you. And I was like, yeah, let's go. And he was like, no, nah, you're lying. I was like, no, nah, let's go. And he was like, what? And so I just walked straight in and he was like, yeah, can you get my initials tattooed on his ass? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And he's just like, no way, you're lying. I was like, no, mate, let's do it. If you're going to pay for it, I'll do it. I'll happily do it. So he got his initials that he wrote, templated in, with a love heart around it and an arrow going through it, and it's on my ass. Yeah, I woke up the next day realizing how doped up I was, and I was like, wow, I was heavily medicated. But I would still do it. It's very funny. Um, do you want to get it out? No. Okay, we'll just take a picture and like put it on. I classed it on the, the YouTube video. Oh, you used to do it just right. behind here. Yeah, just like a yeah. poster. Yeah, the close-up isn't that pretty. Oh, <laughs> actually makes me feel ill just thinking about your fucking your cheek. <laughs> oh, I need to shave it. Um, what do you think about Donald Trump? Oh, a political question. Or a, hu- or a human question? Um... I mean, I don't follow everything that much, um, like the news and everything that closely, and you know what was happening in political terms in in America. But I think the guy is an arsehole. I think a lot of what the guy does is very racist and discriminatory. Um, yeah. What? What? what that's very. I can't believe I got that question. What does someone want me to say? I think he's a great lad. I think I mean, he's really. You're entitled to an opinion. I think. I think <laughs> he's. Thought he's a great lad. I think. I think he's really misunderstood. <laughs> uh, I think at the end of the day, we all say things we don't mean. Um, oh, yeah. Funny. You know, turn the other cheek and all that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, this one. This one's like. This one's bloody hard. Oh, when you say this, man, it gets me sweating. Um, if you could magically fix two things in the world right now by clicking your fingers. That could be racism, terrorism, poverty, hunger, animal cruelty, civil rights for LGBTQ, equal rights for women, anti-Semitism, global warming, child slavery, etc. Pedophilia. What would you choose and why? So out of all that, like two that you choose, that you could stop forever, but then the others would continue. I'd demolish STDs. <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> no, I still a good one though. It's, it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's quite selfish. Very selfish. <laughs> but, it, but it no, but it's also it's also. <laughs> you Valkyrie. I demolish the fear of it. Just demolish it. <laughs> so, not even the STD, but the, the, the fear of the STD. No, so no one has to worry about it. Just demolish STDs. No, if I was, I mean, that would be quite nice for 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 the world. So we don't have to worry about stuff like that. Um, <laughs> oh, I this I bet I'm gonna get some lashback for that. Come at me. Um, that's a really difficult question. Like poverty. Okay. I mean, like, there's always going to be some causes that you can't fight for every cause. Yeah, 100%. So whatever you say, someone's going to go, well, why not this one? Why not this one? It's like, well, it is what it is at the end of the day. The first two that came to mind for no reason, just the first two, maybe based on my education, my upbringing, what I see around me, poverty and probably racism. And that's race, any kind of discrimination against anyone. Yeah. Probably be that. Yeah. 
if we can do the STD thing as well, that would be great. Not that, not that I've because I ha- haven't, but I'm just saying for for the world, it would yeah. be a great thing. So you're saying poverty and racism? Yeah, like under STDs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so STD one. STD is the most important one. Demolish them. Poverty two, racism three. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, it's a good decision. Oh god. Um, what's the worst thing about dating? When you say dating, do you mean like when you say dating, just like dating for a purpose, dating for fun, dating for what do you mean? Um, I would say probably both. Let's go both. So dating for a relationship. So what would that be like looking for a relationship? Yeah. I could imagine I haven't done much of that myself looking for a relationship. Yeah. So the question would be, what's the the worst? Yeah. I can imagine the worst. Well, thing. you've obviously, you've obviously like, you've been in relationships. Yeah. But I didn't date to, I met them through like uh, the work okay. thing or through like, it wasn't like, I didn't go on dates. to. Okay. Find, so to we find can go like based, based on what you hear through the grapevine from other people and also your experiences. What do you think yeah. is the worst part about dating? Cause obviously you've got a, like a bit of chat about you. So you've, you all you you do probably do a little bit quite well that's awful english you do a little bit quite well it's it's like i'm gonna try and give a compliment but god it's just so difficult (laughs) and you do well so what do you think um i think that i can imagine for a relationship the worst thing would probably be feeling like you can't find the person who you can connect with intellectually emotionally yeah you know on that kind of level so i think it's from my experience of hearing what other people go through it would be feeling that you can't get what you're looking for, which is quite difficult, you know, and you'd feel like you're wasting a lot of time. So I can imagine that's what it would be. Um, dating for fun. Um, I haven't had any really bad experiences, mm. you know. I've been quite lucky. I haven't had any really bad experiences. I would say, yeah, you know, touch wood. Um I can imagine the worst would be just obviously you meet someone and you just there's no kind of like connection whatsoever yeah no humor no emotional connection there's no kind of like intellect there's nothing you just on complete different planes i can imagine that would be the worst thing i've i've been lucky i haven't really that could be maybe partly due to myself because i'm quite good at holding a conversation but i can imagine that'd be the worst thing yeah does that answer the question yeah What's the worst excuse a girl has given you not to meet up? <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> you have to tell the story. So, um, I'm not going to drop her name in it. Obviously, don't do that. But, but we'll, like, call her... <laughs> I, don't, I don't you'll hear this anywhere based on how the story goes. We'll call her... I'm trying to think of, like, a code name. We'll call her TikTok. Yeah, we'll call her TikTok. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I met this person and we chatted and then at I was... At the beach. Oh, okay. Don't, don't like... Okay, sorry. Okay. Met this person, we're at the beach, went up, had a chat, got there at Instagram, chatting, said, had, uh, let's let's do something next week. And we were chatting briefly and then she was like, yeah. And then look, we've all had these stories, but this, this is the only time this has happened. Anyway, I've been quite lucky. But yeah, I did get... This is when I got pied. And anyway, it happens to all of us. 
Um, so if I can make other people feel more comfortable, then I'm more than happy to do so. But we uh, we did we were chatting a bit, and then I was like, I was going to I was going to meet her, and then she's like, my friends just got back from Adelaide or something, and she might have encountered someone from COVID. She's got a quarantine now. She said something. I've got a quarantine. I'm not sure of all the details. It wasn't to do with her. It was to do with her friend. She had to like stay in for two weeks, and I was like, okay, well I'm going to Darwin anyway. I'll catch up with you when I'm back. She's like, yeah, cool. So we didn't really chat when I was in Darwin. Came back, chatted briefly. And I was like, cool, do you want to meet up next week? She goes, yeah, sounds good. And I went back onto the DMs and I was blocked. I was like, what? I was like, what? I was, I was so confused. I was like, you've just been having a conversation with me. What would be the point? Maybe she just didn't have the heart to just be like, nah, not interested. But yeah, so I've, I've kind of got pied by someone telling me that they had COVID issues. So that, that would be, I knew some of these questions were going to come up. I love that. Oh, that's funny. That Imagine is funny. Someone saying I've got COVID, so I can't meet up for a deal. I mean, it's a perfect excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a perfect excuse. Do you know what? To be fair, she probably blocked me because she has got COVID and she doesn't want to give it to me. So she was like, she wants to get looking out for your health. You know what? I take it back. She's a real good person. You do have asthma, so I've got asthma as well. Definitely not be good yeah, for you to get that. I would not survive. Such a nice person. She yeah. was. I like her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've never met her. Um. <laughs> next one. What is the worst excuse you have given a girl not to meet up? I haven't. I haven't been in that situation. You've never made up an excuse not to meet up with a girl? I haven't been in that situation. No. So you've, for every date you've ever organized, you've always gone, went on the date? Yeah. Because like, I've only just since recently moved to Bondi. So I haven't been in that situation yet. That's fair. No. You have been in a relationship half your life. to be. Yeah, honest. I've been in like two very long-term relationships. So I haven't really been in like... You haven't lived. Yeah. You're living now. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That statement could be cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are three words you would use to describe love? I thought it was going to be to describe myself. I was like, okay. I was like thinking through to describe love. Three words to describe love. Compassion. There's like an emotion where selfless I think compassion selflessness loyalty say those again compassion selflessness if that's a word it is and loyalty compassion selflessness and loyalty what's the best part about loving someone or being loved oh this is something that is a good topic I think the best thing about being loved is this feeling that you know that someone is, I feel like being loved sometimes is like when, even if you don't feel great about yourself in that time, that person's expect that person's idea of you will never falter. Mm. You're always the best version of yourself to them. So I think the best thing about being loved is that they have that image. So no matter how low you feel, to them, you'll always be the best version of yourself. And I think that's really cool. I think that's a really, really nice thing. And I think that helps people massively to sometimes boost you up when you need your batteries recharged. I think that's a really nice thing about being loved. I think the best thing about loving someone, it feels, when you think you're in love, it feels like you're free falling. Mm. There's no thought process around it. Mm. There's no thoughts or or, or any comfort it's not to do with comfort you just 
it's like you're free falling and you're just diving straight through and you'll just do anything for that person. It's like such a, a magnetic feeling that is, yeah, I think it's, I think that's probably the best thing about loving someone. There's like no holding back. There's no like social dynamics around it. There's no, no, uh, there's no social inhibitions around it stopping you. It's like you're drunk all the time mm. or you're high all the time and you're just full throttle. I think that's the best thing about loving someone. When you can give that to someone like that, I can imagine that would be the best thing. Yeah. Which I have felt at one point, at some points. And what's the worst thing about being in love with someone? Feeling like you've let the other person down. Yeah. I think the worst thing about being in love is when you feel like you can't give that person what they need. So you feel like you have let them down. Almost like feeling them, feeling the love. Yeah, you failed them. Kind of feels like more than failing yourself, it's worse to fail someone else who you really care about. Mm. I think that can be one of the hardest things about being in love. Yeah, when you fail them. (laughs) (laughs) When in your life have you felt most vulnerable? Vulnerable, as in, I'm trying to put it in context, sorry. Like, my weakest, or? Yeah. I feel like I know what vulnerable means, but I was trying to, like, I don't know, put it in the context of life. There's so many moments you can go through. Yeah. Most vulnerable, probably when my dad passed away. Okay. Probably when I felt most vulnerable. That's when I was most erratic, unstable, in a mess reactive probably yeah when i was going through that whole process from start to finish pre to post Hmm. when i wasn't in control of my emotions or how i felt and i didn't care what i did or what happened Hmm. yeah What does your most ideal future self look like? So weird. My ideal future self five years ago was, or eight, nine years ago, was married, house, kids. Mm. Five years ago was mortgage, all this kind of stuff. It's really weird, but just being happy. just want to be happy. I just don't want to regret things that I'm doing. I don't want to do things that I don't want to do. So just to be just happy. Yeah. I think that would be the best thing that I could want for myself in five years to truly be happy. I think happiness is all. What was the question again? Sorry. What does your most ideal future self look like? Yeah. Being as happy, happy as I can be. Yeah. And finally, what are three words you would use to describe yourself? And what what about those three? What, what about yourself makes you think that? <clears throat> Communicative. I think that's a really big one I'd use to describe myself. I have, for as long as I've known, for as long as... 
sorry, that's a complete fuck up of a sentence. Communicative. For so long, I've been someone who has been great at talking to people, listening to people, giving advice, understanding people's issues, which has passed over through to my job, to my relationships, to my friendships. That would be one of the reasons why I would say communicative, and I've done that very effectively as well. And, you know, I get told that by people as well, which is which is really, really great. It's great to hear. Um, loyalty. I'd say loyalty is a really big one. Um, I think that I'm to a fault will always go out of my way to do what's needed to help my friends to make those feel better around me with small gestures big gestures words of affirmation or you know just whatever I can I think loyalty is a really big thing authenticity I think I'm just authentically myself yeah that's that's that you are like you yeah, I think that's what people. Yeah, that's what that's why I think people really enjoy my company. I think because people feel comfortable. I know one of the biggest things is if you feel comfortable with someone, you'll open up to someone, and that's how friendships are built. Yeah, hundred percent. So I never ever see the reason to hide something or lie or pretend like something the way it isn't. I'd yeah. rather just be myself, and those who do like me will like me, and those who won't like me, we've saved a lot of time in the in in the long run. Yeah, I do think a lot of people. Um try to hide their most authentic self because they're afraid of how people react to it. And that's yeah. probably one one great thing about you is that ever since I've I've met you, you've just never wavered from who you are as a person. And I think that's why like you got on so well with our like friendship group as well. Even though there's some of the stuff you come out with, they're like, what the hell is this dude? Even before you knew them. But as much as some people may like give off like oh like as if you just said that, like it it works in yeah. terms of like trust and them getting on with yeah. you. Because most of the time, a lot of people don't really care when people are authentic, even if they don't agree with it. Because they're just like, at least what I'm getting is him. It's real. And he's not bullshitting me and he's not pretending yeah. to just be this person I put on this facade. Yeah. The thing, yeah, I put authenticity as your fucking your, your best one. 100%. Um, that's it, Daniel. Ooh, that was a. Uh... That was good. Wow. Did you enjoy that? I did. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks for listening, everyone.